Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Policy Viz podcast. I'm your host, John Schwabish. On this week's episode, we're going to remember Michael Cristiani, who passed away at the age of 66 in late May. Michael was a well-loved and well-known member of the Tableau community, having helped lots of different people do a better job visualizing and communicating their data. I didn't know Michael well. I only met him once, but we did communicate a lot on social media, and I always found his Twitter feed to be very positive, uh, very sharing, and very open. So I reached out to a few people in the Tableau community and asked them to send me their messages, remembrances uh, of Michael. And so I'm happy to share six of those with you today. And so on this week's episode of the podcast, we remember Michael Cristiani. Hi, this is Andy Cotgreave, tech evangelist at Tableau. And yeah, I'd just like to say a few words on the very sad passing of Mike. So I first met Mike at my first Tableau conference, 2010. I randomly sat at a table with Mike Cristiani, Dan Murray, Joe Mako, and other of the early community builders of Tableau. How would I know then that that relationship with those people would flourish and grow into something that would change my career, you know, and impact my life in a really big way. Mike Cristiani was a really fundamental early community builder. I remember in those first few years, he was tweeting everything about Tableau. You know, he was the one man Tableau and data viz curation feed. If there was anything going on online about DataViz or Tableau, Mike would be tweeting about it. So you could just follow his Twitter feed and find out everything you needed to know. We met every year at each of the conferences and at Tapestry Conference as well. And the thing about Michael was that he was, I don't know, I'd say that the quiet supporter. He didn't have the extroversion that many of the DataViz community people do. He wouldn't be out shouting about his own content or write blogging his own tips and tricks. He was always the person who would you know, observe from the background and then amplify others' skills and talents and work in a really very positive way. Uh, I think over the years, you know, he, he pulled back on Twitter, but what's become apparent since he died and what was apparent to us at Tableau was that he would be the quiet supporter in the background. So many people would be getting encouragement uh, and direct messages or in uh, Facebook Messenger just from Michael saying, you know, do what you're doing, keep going, you're doing a great job, or, or had he seen something that somebody might enjoy, he would uh, have m- many more direct conversations. And I think over the years, he had a huge influence on the Tableau community. He set the tone for it uh, and helped create a community of kindness, sharing, and modesty, humility, and a desire for everybody to help each other get better. I don't think the Tableau community would be what it is without Michael's contribution. So it's a very great loss. We're very sad. But it's a really nice opportunity for us to reflect on the contributions of this great man. Thank you. This is Ben Jones. I first met Michael Cristiani back in 2012 in San Diego. There was a Tableau customer conference there at that time. And I was um, attending, this is before I worked for Tableau, I was participating in the Iron Viz competition. And I was, you know, pretty nervous, obviously, that event, uh, as I was going to be on stage in front of a lot of people. And I remember meeting him, and he was a very calming influence. He just came up to me 
while I was sitting on a couch, uh, you know, kind of going over my materials and just said hello and started chatting and just remember just, uh, you know, having a really cool chat with him and, and leaving that experience feeling a little more relaxed than I was at the beginning. And so I think that's sort of what he's most well known for within the community is someone who interacted with people in a really authentic and genuine and kind and compassionate way and that, that he was able to connect with people and make them feel welcome and make them feel at ease and make them feel like who they are is valuable and uh, you know a meaningful contribution to his own experience. And that's a, a beautiful thing. You know, I think in community, that's really important because it takes us beyond just the ideas and concepts themselves, but maybe more importantly, it takes us beyond any notion of ego or um, of self, right? Where, you know, the value is in the interaction and in the people as opposed to value being what I'm extracting from uh, the community or the situation. So I think that that's something that will leave a mark on us going forward for many, many years. I know that, you know, as I talked to other people um, after his passing, uh, that was sort of what everyone, that was a common thread that everyone said is that here's an individual who just really cared about people more than anything. And that shone through in how he interacted with all of us and that there was just great support there, you know, and that he would reach out um, when he saw something that he thought you'd benefit from, he'd send it to you and, and he'd, you know, mention those kinds of really one-on-one -on -one, um, interactivity with a lot of people uh, in ways that they felt really supported them. So that's a beautiful thing. I think that every community has to have not just individual members like that, like Michael, but also just a pervading spirit of support and, uh, you know, uh, value on uh, the individuals in the community uh, over any other th uh, individual thing. Um, so that's what I'll carry forward. You know, I hope others do too. Um, certainly a very gentle spirit, certainly someone who never put himself first or made other people feel insignificant or uh, quite the opposite. He made people feel sig very significant and very welcome and like it was okay for them to be here in the space with, with him and with these people that they found in the community. So I really love that about Michael and I hope that uh, others kind of, you know, continue to put forward that same kind of uh, a face to each other, you know, people that are going to uh, allow others to to uh, have their own voice and encourage others to find and, and share their own voice. Um, that was certainly what I think was made him, you know, just made him incredibly special to many, many people. Um, so I certainly hope that Michael rests in peace, that uh, the rest of us can, can remember what was very special about him and, uh, and try to find ways to emulate that. My name is Bridget Cogley, and I'm a Tableau Zen master. I've been using Tableau for about a year when I met Michael Cristiani. I joke that I started with Tableau before we had a user group, but it's true. The Columbus area was very late to the market, and my company at the time had ties to an L.A. firm. So I was both excited and nervous to attend the inaugural user group in my area. We had about 40 in attendance that day, and we went around the room and did introductions. I was one of the more senior users, in which I knew almost nothing. When we got close to the end, Michael stood up and said his name, and then ultimately asked a question about mapping that I still don't think we have solved. Um, I believe it ultimately had to do with density mapping. So I made it a point to meet him. Sometimes it's the smallest of actions that change everything. Michael and I changed contact information, and he became my go-to for all things Tableau. 
He encouraged me to sign up for things like Visit the Day and Twitter. He even gave me a list of people to follow. That never changed. No matter where I went, what I did, Mike always had other people in mind for me to contact. It, it didn't matter where I went. Um, he never stopped encouraging me to reach out to others and to find the time. Considering our line of work, he normalized kindness and the value of connecting face-to-face. -face. He always seemed to know, far better than any algorithm, who would get along with who. In the beginning, I called or emailed him while I learned. He never complained, though I'm certain he had to talk me through window calculations at least 10 times. I'd email, and he wouldn't hesitate to ask if we could hop on the phone or, or schedule a call. He was patient, no matter how trying I could surely be. When I finally got approval to take training, it was in the Cincinnati area. Now, most people at this time would go on Twitter and arrange a meeting with him. I went old school and texted. Michael was always willing to try new food, so I convinced him to meet up with me at a vegan restaurant in the area. It was fall, and I had warm chili and a sandwich, while Mike ordered raw pizza, which he affectionately called from that point on salad and salad. He encouraged me to blog and happily shared whatever I wrote or designed. He took great pride in my success, asking how many people were reading or sharing. When I decided to go into consulting, he stumped for me, and he was the key reason I was able to make the move. He texted me when I got my first visit of the day, that's how I found out, and asked if my head hurt from doing such a smart thing. No matter how large or small, Mike always celebrated every milestone I had. He was keenly aware of what was going on and didn't hesitate to let you know how proud he was. So often we live our lives caught up in a blur, yet every now and then the light shines a certain way, catches the dust in the air, and we really see the world for a moment. Michael Cristiani saw me, and you saw many others. He had the gift of connecting people in a meaningful manner, something that we so rarely do. He used Twitter to knit together a community of people who would not traditionally seek such a connection and gave of himself fully and completely. When I attended his funeral, that was the thing that people continuously mentioned, was his kindness, his ability to connect, and his love for others. It is because of him I've found some of my closest friends in the life I have today. Can one person change the world? Yes. Not alone, but touch by touch, moment by moment, in small ways. What Mike gave the Tableau community will live on in all of us. I'm Christina Gorga, and I'm a data visualization consultant for the Lewin Group, which is a healthcare consulting firm based out in the Washington, D.C. area. I worked with Michael every day since I started at Lewin in April 2016. We're part of a small Tableau team doing a range of analytics and dashboard work for the state and federal healthcare clients. Uh, for a time up until last year, Michael was my direct supervisor, although he worked on various projects without one another. When I joined Lewin, he was extremely helpful with getting me acquainted with all of his favorite Tableau go-to resources. Michael was remote staff, which I understand can be a bit isolating from the majority of our team, but he did a really good job of integrating people onto the team, either through open WebExes that we could float in and out of to share ideas or to collaborate on client solving client problems. The thing that really sticks out to me, though, is how this act of sharing at work really carried through his life outside of work within the Tableau community. Someone may have shared this before me, but I really feel like Michael is the emblem of case, which is the saying of create and share everything. 
for those of you acquainted with the Tableau community or those of you that are just beginning to explore data visualization as a career path, you will notice that the Tableau community is a very supportive bunch, willing to share their time and talents to help others with their endless Tableau questions. If you happen to take a look at Michael's Twitter account, which I believe is still up in the Twitterverse, it's full of great inspiration and retweets of great content from Tableau bloggers. Even if he didn't blog himself in recent years, there was always the sense of knowing what techniques to implement and which people are leading the community in the right direction. Personally, I valued Michael's ability to connect others with great ideas together in the same virtual space. I've met many Tableau bloggers virtually via Michael's introduction, and I am indebted to him for connecting me with so many wonderful people over the last couple of years. I really felt a personal connection to Michael. His personality was warm, approachable, and calming. For many of you in the consulting world, you know that the word calm is not usually a trait many of us have naturally. I felt like any time he was on a client call, even if he was not speaking, it was this calming presence that really helped us get through difficult conversations and solving problems. He was also known to try to get to know anybody he worked with better in the way that he knew, which was sharing Tableau public visualizations related to our hobbies and interests. In my case, it was data viz content related to English Premier League, craft beer, and science fiction. He really did love his work, and he loved the people he worked with. I'll really miss him and the special bond we had. Thank you. My name is Jeff Schaefer. I am the Chief Operating Officer at Unifund in Cincinnati, Ohio, and an adjunct professor at the University of Cincinnati, where I teach data visualization. I knew Michael Cristiani for many years. He was a good friend and was a tremendous support for me in the Tableau and DataViz community. Michael was such a great guy. I know that sounds a bit cliche, but he really was. Over the past two weeks, I have been reflecting back, thinking about Michael. At his funeral service, one of his closest friends spoke about the attributes of a person listed in Galatians chapter 5. Some of those attributes are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, generosity, faithfulness, modesty, and gentleness. When I heard those traits, I just sat there shaking my head, yes, those were the perfect words to describe Michael. Let me explain. Michael was one of the very few people that had attended every Tableau conference. He started using Tableau back when it was version 2. And at that time, there wasn't a huge community that we have today. The conferences were in a single room with a small group of people. There were not thousands of people reading the forums, asking and answering questions, or posting questions to Twitter. And Michael was among the few that really built that sense of community from the beginning. Reaching out to people, connecting people, having the patience and generosity to help others. Not for recognition of himself or to elevate himself, it was just to genuinely help other people. At my first Tableau conference, Michael was terrific. He was a veteran. He knew everyone. He took the time to take me around and introduce me to so many people. Tableau employees, Zen masters, speakers, up-and-comers, you name it, Michael knew everyone, and he thought it was important to make those connections for you. He never did this to brag or to elevate himself. He was too modest for that. He would simply ask you, have you met Dan Murray? And when you responded no, he would say, you really should meet him. And off you go to meet the next person. And Michael just did that throughout the entire Tableau conference. 
Michael was very skilled at Tableau and DataViz in general, but it wasn't just about his ability. It was his willingness to share that knowledge with other people. He was very generous with his time. He volunteered to speak on a number of occasions at our Cincinnati Tableau user group and many other local events and even other events across the country. One that stands out to me was a talk at our Cincinnati Tug. It's very common for speakers to talk about their work, uh, what they've done, they show their visualizations, what they've built, uh, how they've built them. And those are always fun talks. There's nothing wrong with those. But what stood out to me uh, was when Michael came to talk, his entire talk at our Cincinnati Tug was talking about all of the great visualizations that other people were doing in the community. He didn't show any of his visualizations. He showed dozens of visualizations that other people had created. He would bring each viz up. He would talk about why he loved the viz so much, uh, what was great about it, and explain how it was built. Again, elevating other people in the community, not himself. One of the first times I saw Michael present was at a local business intelligence conference, and he did a demo on Tableau using uh, New York City Wi-Fi data from OpenNYC. It was such a great demo. Uh, afterwards, I went up and asked him, I said, hey, would you present this at the University of Cincinnati to my data visualization class? And uh, sure enough, you know, he was gracious enough to come uh, spend an evening with the students. And uh, in fact, I still use that same demo today in my classes uh, and I do it for the students. And, and it's even part of the data visualization course that I created for Tableau. So um, all from watching Michael do that, that first uh, demo in Tableau. The last thing that stands out to me is Michael was really a religious man, a very faithful man. And this was something uh, that we shared, I guess. He was never overt about it. He simply showed his love and joy and peace and patience, all those words, kindness, goodness, generosity, faithfulness, modesty, and gentleness. He showed that all through his actions, not preaching to you in, in any way, but would just be there for you if you needed him always there if you ever had a question and always willing to help. I guess I will end with to just say I will, I'll really miss him. I'll miss our time at the conferences together, our lunches together here in Cincinnati. We used to have lunch together. I'll miss his random emails and messages that he would send me with links to articles and visualizations, just things that he knew I would be interested in. Um, and I guess I hope at the end of the day that I can exhibit those same qualities in my work um, elevate others and teach others the way that, that he did, support the work of others, to make connections uh, for people in a caring way, and to be as generous uh, as, with his time as he was. Uh, so we'll all miss you, Michael, and uh, I'm glad to have known you, and uh, thank you for all the work that you did in the Tableau and DataViz community. Hi, I'm Julie G. Kim. I'm a data analytics and visualization expert at Ernst & Young. Data is useful only when you use your own intelligence and judgment along. Hashtag data wisdom. That was Michael's last message to me, a day before his passing. I think the message sums up Michael's passion and how he loved to share his data wisdom with people. I met Michael back in 2014 when I joined the Lewin Group. So we worked together for um, about over 10 months. We talked to each other every day. Um, that's when he taught me how to think like Tableau, 
and introduced me to Tableau community. Um, we solved problems together, we looked up blogs together. I have to admit that my experience at the Lewin Group is the one of the you know best work experience I've ever had. You know, Michael shared a lot of his data knowledge and also life experience with me. Michael was the kindest and smartest people and a very humble person that I had gotten to know in my life. I really feel lucky that I had the chance to work with him and became friends. He influenced me. He was the Tableau influencer to me and shaped my career. I miss him a lot. I'm going to miss him a lot, especially this October in New Orleans. I want to say this to Michael. Thank you so much for all of your support and love for data and friendship and mentorship. I really like to continue your passion as part of my passion and I will remember you every day when I open Tableau and when I teach Tableau to other people and share your love and passion. Thank you, Michael. Hi, everyone. That's all we have for this week's episode of the Policy Viz podcast. If you would like to share your memories or stories about Michael, please feel free to do so in the comment areas on the show notes page. So until next time, this has been the Policy Viz podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Mm-hmm.